0: Hey, happy Wednesday, friends! Welcome to Enough for Today for Wednesday, November the sixteenth. One week from tomorrow is Thanksgiving, and I hope that you have been celebrating the goodness of God all month with us as we've been going through Psalms. We're in Psalm sixty-six, and these Psalms that in this in this zone are all Psalms of praise and celebration and worship, and it's perfect because uh, it'll carry us into early December, I think. And I'm just so thankful that we can spend some time in the Psalms celebrating the goodness of God. I don't know where these devotions find you right now, but God's good to you, and he wants to be good to you, and he will be good to you. And today I want to put one word out to you, and that is anticipation. Uh, Because yesterday we left off with the idea in verse 3 that uh, through the greatness of God's power, his enemies would submit themselves unto him. One day, every knee will bow and every tongue confess. And so we live in this in-between Uh, already but not yet. We live in the fact that already Jesus has conquered death, uh, atoned for our sins, risen again, come into our lives. Already he is dwelling in us and his kingdom is growing all around us and people are coming to Christ and we get a foretaste of of his glory and goodness every time we gather together as a church it's sweet it's wonderful and we get to see new believers and lots of good things happening all around us so there's the already of the promises of god and and we're in this in-between space called grace and the church age where god's kingdom is growing and people are coming to christ and the gospel is being preached but there will be the the one day coming where jesus will return uh we will rule and reign with him There will be an ultimate accounting for all evil. Uh, There will be a a new heaven and a new earth. It's going to be awesome and amazing. And the psalmist is anticipating this. Even his enemies will submit themselves unto him. Verse 4, all the earth shall worship thee. Now imagine that. If it's that good at church, if it's that good with a, with a stadium of 3,000 or 5,000 people, or I go to this conference in September called Sing, where there's four to 7,000 Christians singing, and I'm telling you, it's enrapturing. There's nothing like it. Um, imagine what it's going to be like when all the earth worships God. That's going to be an amazing experience. All the earth shall worship thee and shall sing unto thee. There's a promise here. There's an anticipation here. And no matter the depth of the suffering of right now, in fact, later in the psalm, they look back on that, We we all of our hardships in this life will be overwhelmed by the goodness and the amazing celebration and the glory that we'll encounter in that time. And so right now, our call is to kind of celebrate it by faith, to anticipate it. Uh, One of the things that I enjoy about life, it's just kind of built in, is anticipation. So right now as I record this, I'm anticipating Thanksgiving Day. uh, Lunch with people I love, great food, great fellowship, sweet spirit, um, good memories. I'm anticipating 53 people in our church that will uh, be traveling to Israel right after Thanksgiving. And then Greece. We'll be in Israel and then Greece on a two-part trip, and we'll be exploring first the places where Jesus ministered, and where so much Bible history took place, transpired. Then we'll go to where Paul ministered in Athens and Corinth. And uh, I'm anticipating, excuse me, I'm anticipating that. I'm looking forward to it. Dana and I, we have uh, upcoming vacation in in midwinter, and we're anticipating, we're thinking now, we're talking about what do we want to do. We're planning some special things. So we're we're thinking about Christmas. We're anticipating the opening of gifts with the kids, the grandkids, and loving each other. So is the the psalmist, and so do we. When we worship, we anticipate. We look forward to all the earth worshiping Him, all the earth singing. They shall sing to Thy name, Selah. Now the word Selah is a musical term. When you come to this in Scripture. It was a pause, maybe a key change, maybe maybe kicking things up a notch, uh, but first a break in the music, maybe a musical interlude, and so the intent here is for the art for the um, author is to say pause, let there be some time for this to sink in, meditate on this, and uh, and then we'll move up into a new key and we'll start a new thought. So verse five is kind of uh, the new thought after the break. Come and see. The works of God, he is terrible in his doing toward the children of men. And then verses 6 and 7, he's going to unfold some of the amazing things that he's done. Come and see. I love that phrase. It is, uh, it's is—it's a phrase that God inspired. It's a phrase that New Testament apostles and followers of Jesus used to enlist other people. Come and see. Come and see. I think, I believe With all my heart, it's the greatest outreach tool that that Jesus gave us. Come and see. He said, by this shall all men know that you're my disciples, if you have love one to another. Well, love is something to behold. It is something to experience. It's something to be immersed in. It's not only something to be told. Now, it is something to be told because just as God said, come and see, he also said, go and tell. Um, but it's not either or, it's both. We are to go and tell them to come and see. What are they to come and see? They're to come and see the goodness of God. They're to come and be immersed in and experience and feel and and be lavished upon by the love of God. They're to hear the gospel. They're to fear the, feel feel the gospel. They're to experience the gospel. And as they declare it, as we declare it, and as we display it, and as they are absorbed into it, In a come and see experience, the gospel becomes validated so strongly in their, not just their psyche and their intellect, but in their, in their hearts, in their emotions, in their, to the depth of their being, they experience, come and see the works of God. He is terrible. He's awesomely wonderful in his doing toward the children of men. So we'll pause there for today, my friend, but uh, two thoughts. Anticipate. Anticipate. Look forward to the life God has for you. The good things God's going to do in your life in the new year. Look forward to the story he's writing. <clears throat> look forward to uh, the promises he has yet to fulfill. I sat at coffee last week with a friend of 30, almost 35 years, and we just cherished the ride we had together for 22 of those years. And um and then we anticipated the story that God is still yet to write, and it was it was a good time to sit and talk um, and to cherish the memories and to anticipate the future. So anticipation, and then secondly, this phrase, come and see. Now listen, this week I want to encourage you to say to somebody, come and see, come to my church, come experience the gospel, come and meet my friends, come and hear the music. Uh, we have a night of worship on Sunday night. We will celebrate and we will commemorate and we will remember the goodness of God. We will remember Jesus through the Lord's table. We'll share the gospel. And so say to somebody, come and see. And let's have an amazing Thanksgiving Sunday as we enter the next week. So my friend today, anticipate and reach out. Think of somebody that you can say, come and see. And you'll be surprised who might come. I met somebody that got saved at our church last week. How did you hear about the church? She said, somebody invited me to come, my coworker. So maybe that's you this week. Have a great Wednesday. See you tonight at Groups, and otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow.